Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, uh, you know me. I'm, I'm paranoid about uh, being spied on by technology. Is this something that uh, that bugs you or are you still fine with it? What? Being spied on by your technology. I'll, I'll tell you why here in a sec, but well, is it something I mean, that bugs you? Yeah, it is a little un, un, disconcerting that you can have a conversation about something and then suddenly start getting ads over your phone over a conversation you had amongst people inside your household, uh, I think these machines are spying on us, right? So here's what happened to me yesterday. Uh, you started out the, the show talking about what were the best leaders in cinema, and mm-hmm. uh, somehow that, uh, that evolved into talking about Uncle Buck and, yes. and John Candy movies. Uh-huh. So just like, honestly, like what would you say, Austin, an hour and a half later, I just oh, happened, not that long. Not even yeah. that long. Like an hour later. minutes, I would say. Yeah. I, I popped open the old Facebook during a break just to see how the good folks out there are doing for a moment. And as a suggested Facebook group, it popped up <laughs> fans of John Candy. <laughs> I'll tell you, Big Brother is watching. I am a big John Candy fan, but I'll tell you, like my online footprint certainly is not... You know, I'm not a member of the John Candy fan club by any means, right? You know, I'm not liking every other John Candy post that's been on the old web. So if you were going to have a conversation with your with with a family member inside your house, should we take all of our electrical devices and bury them in a closet somewhere? Well, because if you're if you're talking about actually burying a body, then yeah, that's probably a pretty good no, idea. No, but what if you're talking about something that's uh, private to you? <laughs> and your and your wife should should you should you remove your devices before you have that conversation or next thing you know you're getting an ad for something related to that probably not a bad idea huh but are we going is this going to force us to all get paranoid uh, what do you mean force us i mean we shouldn't we be <laughs> when did you become so paranoid when they started plotting against me well i'll tell you what you know that giant nsa facility that they built out there uh, where is that in lehigh i mean <laughs> that, that isn't just list- there for decoration are they listening right now well uh, let's hope somebody's listening right now yeah. Gordon. yeah that's that's kind of the idea by the way jake you have been proven wrong once again uh, one of our listeners has posted how the correct way to pronounce Porsche, uh, having looked it up online, and the correct pronunciation is, in fact, two syllables, Porsche. Yeah, Porsche. A- according to Google, who we're we're just talking about. I mean, they're they're spying on all of us. What do they know? Besides, you could probably Google uh, 9-11 didn't happen, and it would probably tell you you were right. So that that doesn't you prove mean, anything. What are you talking about? A Porsche nine eleven? Mm, I see. A, it's pronounced Porsche. Uh, it's it's Porsche, and the reason I know this is because you can Google it, or you can go to Porsche headquarters and ask the people there, and they say it's Porsche. And I don't believe you've done that. Uh, well, we talked with Blake Strong of Strong Porsche, and he said it's Porsche. Now, I love, he's I, I love boy, Blake. Listen, and he's a good boy, but he don't listen. He, he, just, he just don't listen. 
and I I said this when Blake came on. I said, uh, you know what? Blake has all the credibility in the world. I, I but I just disagree with him on this. <laughs> How can you disagree with the correct pronunciation of a name? I don't know, Gordon. You mispronounce a lot of names. I think uh, I'm getting this one correct. Now, just a little aside between you and me, because no one's listening right now uh, over this. We'll just make this quiet. But, uh, Jake, it, what? you're wrong. And you lose credibility when you do this to yourself. Knock it off. Credibility a right, amongst two? Did, the snooty did, car crowd? Did <laughs> <laughs> did, did your dad never tell you there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything? And My dad right... uh, never owned a Porsche, no. <laughs> well, I know your dad well enough to know that he was a very responsible dad who taught you right from wrong, and so you should know. And you should comply. It's okay. You don't have to be a rebel about everything. Just because 99.99999% of the population, including the manufacturer of the car itself, says it's pronounced Porsche, doesn't mean that you have to join that 0.000001% and rebel against it. I'm not rebelling against anything, Gordon. I'm just, I just don't want you to look foolish pronouncing it the wrong way. That's all. <laughs> okay. I'm looking out for you, buddy. Okay, thanks. Speaking of you. Uh, you have a column up today, sltrib.com. Uh, Tom Brady went on the Howard Stern Show and something caught your ear. Yeah, the, Tom's honesty, talking about his his marriage and how uh, he had to make some decisions about going to things like Team OTAs and things like that because his wife essentially suggested to him, uh, his wife being Giselle Bunchen, you might have heard of her, or might be aware of her, but it really doesn't matter whether she's a famous supermodel or just somebody that nobody has heard of who happens to be uh, married to to you as a husband. And you can flip this in any direction. But she essentially said to him, hey, man, you're not holding up your end of the deal at home. Who's going to pick up the kids after football? You know, after football season ends, I kind of expect you to be involved in what's going on in our family. And Tom was very open about this, and he said he had to make some changes. And she said that she wanted him who's going to take care of the house. And I find this remarkably refreshing because Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen could hire somebody to do everything around the house, even screw in the freaking light bulbs. But she essentially said, hey, I need your help. You might be the GOAT. You might have six championships, but I need you home at some level, and I don't want you trotting out right after the season ends to go practice or train or do this or that or, or explore your other business interests. I want you home with the kids, doing things involved in their lives. And Tom said that he, he had like a eureka moment where he said, man, i I got to make some changes in my life. And she wrote him a letter. And, and told, spelled all this out for him, and he said he kept the letter, keeps it in his drawer of his desk, and every once in a while pulls it out just to remind him and rereads it to remind him of what his important responsibilities are. And I found this remarkably refreshing. Uh, it just goes to show you that, that everybody needs course correction on, on occasion. And it doesn't matter how, whether you're famous or rich or great at what you do or whether you're just slogging your way through trying to do the best you can, that we all need to find some some measure of balance in our lives. I, I love that stuff. And I think it's 
it makes him relatable because Tom Brady on a lot of levels is not really relatable because, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. Great quarterback, handsome guy, uh, very wealthy, very famous, has seemingly has everything uh, that anybody could ever want, and yet he finds himself falling short in this regard. We've all been told to go clean the garage, haven't we? We've all been told, reminded to take the garbage out. We've all been reminded to drop the kids off at school or pick them up. Right? Everybody can relate to this, can't they? Uh, yeah, I, I think it, it uh, is a reminder that athletes are humans, and they're often not viewed that way. Uh, Gordon, you and I get to interact with them a little bit more than most, and we get reminded that these are people with lives and, and uh, troubles just like the rest of us. So, you know, I suppose it, uh, it is relatable from that standpoint, and I, I'm an advocate for anybody um, doing what they need to do within their uh, relationship, regardless of income or traditional gender roles. That's just how I, uh, that's how I choose to approach my view on the world. With that said, though, I, is it bad that my, the, the first place that my mind went was, oh, that's so good for you, Tom Brady. You can miss OTAs. What about the undrafted free agent who's just trying to scrap his way into the league? What about his family? Well, I mean, I imagine that Tom Brady was doing that for a long time before he reached a certain level. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, it, what, this is his quote. He said, at different times, like any married couple, things need to be changed. A couple of years ago, she, meaning Giselle, didn't feel like I was doing my part for the family. She felt like I would play football all season. She would take care of the house. And then all of a sudden, when the season ended, I would be like, great, let's go. Uh, let's uh, get into all my other business activities. Let me get into my football training. And she's sitting there going, well. When are you going to do the things for the house? When are you going to take the kids to school and do that? He said that was a big part of our marriage that I had to, like, check myself because she's like, I have goals and dreams, too. So you better start take care and uh, take care of these things at the house. So two years ago, as it even related to football for me, I had to make a big transition in my life to say I can't do all the things I wanted to do for football like I used to. I got to take care of things with my family because the family situation wasn't great. She wasn't satisfied with our marriage. That is remarkably honest. He said, so I needed to make a change there. Good for him. I think that's terrific. Uh, I don't think anybody could accuse Tom Brady of not doing what's necessary to prepare for football. I mean, he's he's been a fanatic in that regard. And so if he has to do things maybe a little different, then, then good on him for realizing that his family, he was putting his family in jeopardy, at least good relations within it. And he was going to make some changes, and he was able to do so, and then go, go on and win another championship. So hard to argue with that. No, it is hard to argue with that, and I'm happy for him that he can he can do what's best for his family and his relationships. Like, yeah, I, I guess that is relatable. I'm I'm happy that that he has that luxury, that flexibility. I just I don't know. I, I I'm combining with there. There's another story out there about this Major League Baseball kickstarting the season in Arizona and how they the players may have to uh, to be away from their uh, away from their families. And somebody was talking about this on a on a different show. So if I don't have the details all right, uh, I uh, forgive me. But someone reported that they had talked to a, a source, a player in Major League Baseball, that said, "Oh, there's no way I would want to spend four months away from my family." And then that very same reporter reported the next day the very same player. Player texted him back 
and said, yeah, I talked to my wife and to, to get that money, yeah, I, I would do it. <laughs> So I guess what I'm saying is good for Tom to be able to say, all right, I'll put my foot down with OTAs. My mind just goes to people who aren't so fortunate. You know, that's that's a tough life where you're just trying to make the most out of your three and a half to four years uh, of earning potential. You know, I'm sure a lot of families get put on a lot of back burners, you know, unfortunately, as they try to make it. And I. I, I guess I'm happy for Tom that he has that kind of flexibility, and maybe that's where my mind's at uh, right now in today's day and age. But that, well, I'm like, the, well the cha- I, that's that's nice for you to have that luxury. Good for you. Well, the challenge for everybody is to find balance, uh, whatever that is. Right. And, and, and I know it's different for everybody, but and that's why communication is so important. Austin, I don't know if you've ever had that conversation with Whitney, but we've all had to, right, figure out what, what the best course of action is so that we can add – we can add to supporting the household in the best way we can and still be have a useful, uh, happy relationship at home, uh, especially those of you who have children out there. But whether you do or you don't, uh, it's something that you've got to work out. Yeah, I was in that I was in that musical recently, Guys and Dolls for the the good cause up there for Margot, and that was a lot of hours spent away from home. I'd go to work all day, go to rehearsal all night, come home between ten and eleven each night, kiss just in time to kiss the wife and the baby goodnight, and then start it all over the next day. And that was a sacrifice that she and my daughter had to make so that I could be part of that. And that, well, you know what comes with that? They were absolutely happy and pleased to support me in that. They would do it again. They will do it again. They've, we've already talked about it. But now it's my turn to try and find ways to let Whitney go be Whitney and not have to be Whitney the wife and Whitney the mother, to just go be Whitney. And that's important. And I could tell because she was in the audience with the night that, that, I, that Jake and I went to see you perform, and she seemed thrilled by what you were doing up there. So this is a happy story for you guys to find that, that, that way of doing that and enabling that. And you're right, it's give and take. And, and a lot of times we joke about this and when we get together with the fellas and everyone's laughing about, you know, being nagged at or whatever. Nag is, is, is a pretty negative word. Uh, I think everyone needs to communicate and express what their expectations are so that uh, you can come as close as possible to working this thing through. This certainly isn't unique to a star athlete, that's for sure. Yeah, we're all dealing with our, our own thing. I'm not going to go uh, the nag route with you there, Gordon, but good luck with that. What, what do you mean? I said nag is such a negative word. I know, what, but what, you, what, you brought it up. I didn't. Huh? <laughs> I'm I'm making a joke at your choice of oh, words there. Okay. You're 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 uh, talking well, no, about said, your uh, your wife nagging you and then backpedaled by going, "Oh, that's kind of negative." That, that's not what I said. I said sometimes people make jokes about being nagged at, but it's not really that's a negative word. That's why you got to communicate with your partner and get these things worked out so that everyone knows what the expectation is and everyone can work uh work at it uh, in both directions. Uh, it makes perfect sense to me. But, you know, I mean, everybody's had to go out and clean the garage once in a while, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, in a traditional sense about what somebody stereotypically would be nagged about. What do you... Uh, <laughs> look, uh, what, since your husband's doing shows from home, would you, uh, you know, gussy yourself up a little bit? Ooh, ouch. See again, once again, I was you reading said the that report. To Lisa? 
I was reading that report from Malaysia or Indonesia, wherever the heck that was. That was that was a directive from the government to the public that I was reading. It wasn't so me. So if the government says it, Jake. Because it, no, it, it sounds... wasn't me. It wasn't me. We were making fun of the government for doing that, so don't oh. put those words in my let, mouth. Let, let's hit that again. Let's <laughs> I, don't that another... I don't dare. I don't dare. Give that another I don't dare. Too. No. Sorry, I don't have the guts. <laughs> I need Gordon smart, to like me. Smart, yeah. smart man. Let's make fun of Jake, Gordon. Uh, what would you like to hear about Jake? Huh? Long story short, yeah, I, I think it's often interesting to get an insight into a, a an athlete's personal life because it does. It reminds us that they're people and that they're just trying to navigate this thing we called life just like anybody else. And I think a lot of times fans and media alike lose track of that. Yes. Yeah, well said. Well said. That, that's all? That's, that's all? Hey, Jake, you dummy. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was a drop. That was unnecessary. Jeez, Gordon. We're just trying to have a little fun. <laughs> Once again, Promoting your column, sltrip.com. Austin, use, he dropped that in there. I did not say that. And if Austin drops it in, then it's probably taken out of context. We found out the segment that Gordon is encouraged by his wife to clean the garage. It's been a long time since I've cleaned the garage. I believe fellas. that. I believe that. I have uh, swept it on occasion. and uh, But, uh, yeah, I, I think we can all do a little better <laughs> in this regard. Maybe this is why it struck such a note with me, what Tom was saying. One, uh, right? Because, you know, it's like the time that, that uh, I, you know, I so diligently went out and spread the uh, the mulch around the gardens, you know, after the bags had been strategically uh, placed in proper position. I was really proud of myself. I did a good job that day. Good. <laughs> Good, good. I'm glad. All right, we've got more coming. Wait, up wait, next. wait, wait a second. What was the last time you guys got out in the yard and really did some heavy work out yesterday. there? Yesterday, all the time. What'd you do? I rearranged the garage yesterday. Did you really? Yep. Good for you. Our our garage needs a lot of work, but by no means is that just a me task. I, I would guess that we'll tackle that as a family. Uh, and no one told me that's because that. you don't know where to put anything, right, Jake? <laughs> Uh, sure, I'm, I know where to put stuff as much as anybody else. I, I mow the lawn every single week. You know, we've got flower so beds. Does Gordon. We've got flower beds we've oh. got to get in order at some point. My daughter uh, asked me yesterday if she can plant some seeds this year, so I guess we're going to do that. You, you're going to have like a vegetable garden? I don't know. We haven't really decided what I'll kind of seeds. I'll do it, Jake. That'd be great. Then, you, you can, you're, then you're going to have zucchini left and right. You're going to have to give us some, maybe some tomato. Maybe what else? What else is common? Hey, in hey how about gardens? how about this, Gordon? You know how they have like book clubs? Let's do a garden club. Like we both <laughs> we both plant gardens. That could be really fun. We both put in the work, the the upkeep, the weeding, the watering, the fertilizing. I remember the the ant and the grasshopper tail. And then we'll have a salad party <laughs> when this is all said and done. I like how Gordon went right to Jake. You should put plant a garden and give me the zucchini. Yeah, give us everything. <laughs> You're gonna plant. Uh, what else are you gonna plant in there? Okay, so if you do it, I'll do it. Wow, really? I'm getting a commitment yeah, on that? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to think of the right spot for a garden. Uh, what, what, what are the best, uh, best vegetables to grow in a, in a Utah garden? 
Uh, I don't know. More I hear a lot about tomatoes and zucchini. Tomatoes are good. Zucchini are good. You can get some really good squash out here in Utah of any kind, really. Squash? Uh, what is corn, it? Corn, beans, Green River. You can have corn stalks in the side of your yeah, yard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Green River watermelon is world famous. Oh, watermelon's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any melon, really? Cantaloupe, good. Yeah, go that. Direction. All right, I'll I'll make this deal with you then. Uh, I'm trying to think this through before I commit. But why don't you and I will plant the same seeds in in a garden, and we'll see who comes up with uh, the better produce. Wow. Okay. With no hired help, right? Oh, there's the problem. How do we monitor that? Mm-hmm. You can't. <laughs> you would give the gardener the the. The duty of, of raising your vegetable garden? No. Why have a garden if you're going to have somebody else do it? <laughs> it sounds like Gordon uh, you know, just, you, just signed up to cheat in a competition with a two-and-a-half-year-old. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see if I can get some of Secretariat's uh, dung shipped in so I can uh, have these monster tomatoes and stuff. Just nothing but the best. Well, that's enough dung talk for the day. Is it horse manure? <laughs> I don't. I think it's not. But yeah, that's what uh, Earl Weaver used to say. That's how his tomatoes <laughs> got so so perfect. Was he said he was using some of Secretariat's? Uh... Oh my! We have an update on a jazz story we talked Please. about earlier in the week. We'll get to that coming up <laughs> what a, next. What a pile of! Stay tuned. It is the Big Show, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of the Zone. want to remind you about our good friends at Syringa Networks. They're home to the complete business telecom and IT solutions. Backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Go uh, chat with Gabe and the folks. Uh, they'll get you hooked up. Gordon, uh, quick update on a story we talked about earlier in the week. The Jazz had uh, given permission to Justin Zanuck, and uh, he video conference interviewed with uh, the Chicago Bulls over their uh, vice president of basketball operations job, which is now open. We have an update to that story. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN is reporting that Nuggets general manager Arturis uh, Karnasovas has made a strong impression on the Chicago Bulls and emerged as a focus of the franchise's process to hire a new executive vice president of basketball operations. So uh, Zanuck uh, interviewed, but apparently is not the favorite. Yeah, that uh, I had heard that uh, that uh, that guy from Denver was like a uh, was a, a prime focus, but Justin Zanuck is really a smart guy too. I mean, I would imagine that anybody would be kind of a finalist for that kind of job would uh, would be um, you know obviously capable and and competent. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, it would be a, a loss to the Jazz. To have Justin go somewhere else, and, and terrific if they were able to keep him. So, but that that is like you pointed out the other day when we first talked about it, Jake. That is a lofty position there in Chicago. 
Yeah, it'd be running the show for the Bulls. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's with their roles and kind of the hierarchy within the Jazz. He's not necessarily running basketball ops for the Jazz. That's still Dennis Lindsay. So you certainly could view this as a promotion. And I'm, I'm certain that's how Dennis and the Jazz view it. And if he remains here part of this brain trust, all the better for the franchise. And actually, if, if I were beat out by the Nuggets GM for the Bulls job, that wouldn't hurt my feelings too much if I were Justin Zanuck. The one that would annoy me, he was the second choice. Well, actually, two that would annoy me. He kind of got screwed over in Milwaukee. And then last year when he was interviewing for the 76ers job, he... I don't think Elton Brand's done a real terrific job, and he had zero experience. I wonder what Justin Zanuck would have done with that situation. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a great point. Uh, Justin, it, look, it's a, it's a matter of time. If he wants a job running a shop, then he'll he'll get it. I think so, I mean, too. Yeah, he's he's that capable, and I think he's that, that highly respected. And the funny thing about these, these kinds of – if competitions, if that's what you want to call them, is that just because if you whether you get the job or not doesn't diminish what you're what you are, what you're capable of, how good you are, how how what your acumen is, nothing. It just means that somebody made a decision to go with a certain individual for who knows what reasons. Right, right, uh, and yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't know. The Bulls need a complete revamping. They've probably needed that for years, and they've got to hire a smart person. It actually sounds like they're dialed in on a couple of smart people. I mean, Denver is an upcoming franchise, and it's been put together really well, much like the Utah Jazz, so not really surprised that mm-hmm. – that. well, actually, it kind of is a surprise that this is the direction the Bulls uh, would look in because they haven't been real famous for making great decisions on this part. <laughs> but you know what? If the Bulls uh, hire Justin Zanuck, look out. The, the Bulls are, are going to come back to being the Bulls. Uh, maybe not Jordan Bulls, but certainly a power within the East because he would run them the right way. And maybe the Snuggest GM would do the same. But actually, it's probably a good sign if you're a Bulls fan that these are the final two candidates, right? Well, yeah, one thing is for sure is that the Bulls have been shabbily run for quite some time now. And I know that jo- we all look at these jobs and we think it's easy to criticize uh, and it's not easy. It's not easy in the NBA to make headway. Uh, but uh, but Justin has shown in the past that he's capable and, and savvy in a lot of ways. And so, uh, but but I don't mean to just be overly critical of what's happened there in Chicago. But like you said, Jake, we have monitored some of their decisions and just sort of shook our head and said, why did they do that? And I know that's not just us who are thinking that way. I've talked with enough of the guys uh, observers, sports observers in the Chicago area who have the same exact questions. Well, hiring Jim Boylan wasn't really a great move. I mean, right down to the way how they moved away from Jimmy Butler when they did. Um, you know, they probably put in the faith in Derrick Rose. That's probably one we can give him a pass on because he had kind of one of those fluke injuries that up, you know, upended what could have been a, a Hall of Fame type career. But truth is, they haven't been run right. You're right for a, for a long, long time. So, well, th- this is going to sound funny, Jake, for me to say it. But I, I, in a lot of ways, I felt sorry for Jim Boylan that he was put in that position. I understand that they were, you know, he, he probably made some nice money and uh, an opportunity to to run an NBA team like that. But I think they were using him to sort of uh, throw the hammer at certain guys who had shown a propensity of uh, need in that regard. And, and 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 Jim just sort of was chucked into that to try and uh, whip people into shape and whatnot. And he, he uh, the, and the players didn't like it. And they, they played like they didn't like it. 
All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to have a, a good segment that we're going to launch with our friends in Mountain America. We're, we're going to update you on what's going on with the market uh, from day to day during these times, and hopefully that information will prove uh, useful to our listeners. And uh, today's a good day to start it, because we actually, uh, I believe, are going to get some good news about the market coming up right around the corner with our good friends from Mountain America. Stay tuned. It's the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, it's time to launch a new a new segment, something we're very excited about. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of starts during these trying times when it's really important. But, of course, it's important uh, to our everyday lives. And uh, we've partnered with the title sponsor of The Big Show, our good friends at Mountain America Credit. Uh, and, in fact, let's get out to the Zone phone. Joining us now, he's our friend Chad Waddups from Mountain America. And, Chad, uh, first of all, how are you? And thanks for coming on the show. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's good to be part of it. Oh, we're, we appreciate it, Chad. We're really excited about this. You know, financial stability is a big priority when it comes to, of course, everybody, uh, to our listeners. And, and the market has certainly been a big story in these trying times. And I'm glad that we can bring you on, help out our listeners with, with information uh, that they will find useful in their daily lives. And let's kind of start with what's going on uh, in the market today and what today was like. Yeah, great. Thanks, Jake. You mentioned before the break some good news. Today was uh, kind of in a a long line of bumpy and rocky days that we've had over the last few weeks. But fortunately, today was one of the upsides on that ride. The Dow was up 780 points. The S&P was up 90 points. Both of those equate to increases of about 3.4%. So some really good news there. Uh, Some of the news kind of driving the market today, we've heard about the possibility of hitting a peak in our virus cases, which could mean we're closer closer to putting America back to work. We also gained a little bit of clarity in the presidential race. Regardless of your politics, the markets do better with less uncertainty, and we have a little bit less of that today with Bernie Sanders dropping out of the race for president. So, Chad, isn't this like three straight days of uh, progress in this regard? Yeah, we've had pretty good progress, actually. It's interesting. The markets went down initially about 35%, 35%, but over the last couple of weeks, we've gained back 20, 25% of that. So it's been it's been rocky, but the last couple of weeks have been much better. So I understand that you might have a tip or two for our listeners, and I'm all ears because uh, I, I'm really interested in this stuff. Yeah, what we wanted to talk about just for a second today is that you know, quite often in times like this, we, we're tempted to hit the panic button. We panic because we see our counts decline, we see the markets decline. And it's tempting and very normal to think that way, but selling just because the market suffered a big decline, especially one like this that's happened over a pretty short period of time, it could be one of the worst things you can do. You know, we've survived worse. The stock market survived all kinds of economic woes. We've had terrorism. We've had bursting housing bubbles like we saw in 2008. We had many other types of calamities. So it's really important, we feel, to to separate your emotions as an investor from the decision-making process, as hard as that may be sometimes. But emotion can get in the way 
Uh, what might seem like a, a global catastrophe one day, like some people might be feeling today, can become a, a distant memory pretty quickly, even just within a, a few months or years. Chad, forgive me, I'm going to to blindside you with this a little bit today, but of course you're proud partners with us here on The Big Show, our, our title sponsor, but of course you're partners with the Expo Center down there in Sandy, and I understand that they're preparing that to be a, a you know kind of emergency medical facility. You got to make It's got to make you folks at Mountain America proud to be associated with them as well. Oh, absolutely. That's a great partnership, and we're happy to help out in any way we can in a situation like this. Well, Chad, we appreciate you jumping on with us. I know we're going to have a few folks jump on with us throughout the week, but you're going to be a regular. We're excited about that. We're excited about this feature. Thanks for coming on with us, and thanks for helping our listeners. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Chad. We appreciate you. Chad Waddups with us here from Mountain America and Gordon every day at 350. We're going to just take a couple minutes of time to talk with uh, someone from Mountain America so they can update us on what's going on. We might have a couple of tips, uh, you know, some things that that our overall listeners probably should know about as we kind of try and navigate these complex financial times. Yeah, I I think a lot of our listeners are interested in this and everybody should be interested because, with the way these things go, uh, it affects everybody at some level, you know, and uh, and hopefully, like you were talking about, Jake, that this thing will be turning in a in a positive move. And, you know, I, I know there has been some negativity out there, but uh, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, to, to that this thing will be consistently better. And, and and these folks over at Mountain America, I mean, they know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. And so it's valuable information. Very much so. Very much so. So appreciate uh, Chad jumping on with us. And, Gordon, we're going to uh, talk to Trevor Riley coming up right around the corner at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And there is some Ute news out there. We'll get to that. But real quick, uh, did you see that they announced who's going to participate in this horse competition that they're going to uh, broadcast on ESPN? No, I didn't see that. All right. I want to know who you think uh, is going to win out of this matchup, all right? All right. Chris Paul, Trey Young, Zach Levine. (laughs) Okay. First of all, when you said this horse competition, I thought you were talking literally about horses. No, 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 no. The the NBA made-for-TV event where they're going to play horse, which I, I you know know what? I would actually watch this. Yes, I I, uh, I I understand that, and I was aware of the horse competition. Give me the competitors one more time. Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Trey Young. Okay. Zach Levine. <sighs> Boy, Chris Paul is a clutch shooter. Now, Trey Young, he can do some spectacular things, but can he do them consistently, Jake? So uh, Trey actually retweeted Adrian Wojnarowski and said half-court shots only and the laugh, uh, laughing emoji. That might be his advantage, right, if he's canon half-court shots? Because Chris Paul strikes me as the, the crafty guy. Like if you've ever played horse with somebody who's doing all these, you know, weird between the legs or behind the yeah. backcourt shots or whatever, that, I, I think that's probably Chris Paul. Trey Young's probably uh, uh, taking the half-court shots, and Zach Levine's probably just competing for third. Uh, yeah, I mean, although anybody who gets hot, you know, might be able to carry the day. I, I, I mean, can Trey Young consistently hit half court shots? More so, probably than Chris Paul, right? Well, all it takes is one slip up, and then somebody else is in charge, right? When was the last time you played horse, Gordon? Been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
If you played horse pro- against all your sons-in-law, would you win? That I don't know. I mean, to answer it, uh, uh, that I don't know. See, as the, sure. as the patriarch of the family, don't you really need a little more confidence in that? Probably. Say, so, yeah, I'd mop the floor with those guys. Yeah, but it doesn't carry a whole lot of weight if it's not true. Uh, You've got to believe it, Gordon. I don't like this doubt that we're hearing come through. What's going on? I gotta believe it. Well, you can believe it all day long, but if it isn't real, then then what do you got? The Gordon Monson I know would have believed it. Said, yeah, "Yeah, I'd smoke those fools." Back in the day, I I think I I would have felt pretty good. But uh, you know, I mean, horse probably gives me the best chance. Uh, I mean, I certainly anything that requires a whole lot of huffing and puffing and 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 banging around and and a whole lot of movement uh might might cause me a little more difficulty in that regard all right we'll have uh, our friend trevor riley coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour it is the big show 97.5 and 1280 the zone the investment products sold through lpl financial are not insured mountain america credit union deposits and are not ncua insured these products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed recommended or guaranteed by mountain america or any government agency the value of the investment may fluctuate the return on the investment is is not guaranteed and loss of principal is possible.